Hey folks, Jess here. I just wanted to take a sec ahead of today's episode to let you know that the audio on this one is a little rough because we had some problems with our usual recording software. That said, this is one of my favourite episodes we've ever made. We've got the wonderfully talented comedian James Ross on and together we make one of the most, let's say, interesting games that I have ever had a hand in. I really hope you enjoy this and yeah, I'll let you get to the episode right now. Hello and welcome to More Like Guidelines, an actual player game design podcast. I am your host, Jessica Crimes, she, her. Today, from our regular cast, I am joined by Goji. Say hello, Goji. Hello, Goji. Goji's pronouns are he, they. And we have <laughs> a very special guest today for the second oh, of our stop. game-making stop. episodes. Stop! Who stop could that be? You. Uh, it's me. Hi, um, I'm James Ross. Um, uh, my pronouns are he, him. Um, I run um, a multi-award winning, uh, no kicking down, uh, comedy night called Quantum Leopard um, in uh, London, UK. Uh, and some people might know me from a significant chunk of the uh, Rusty Quill Gaming podcast, uh, where I play a truly dreadful character uh, who's based on someone who's now our prime minister. Oh, there's an irony. Uh, so that's me. So, for anyone who didn't catch our previous episode with Jolly Boat, the way these bonus episodes work is we are going to go through a list of titles for games that don't exist submitted by our listeners. Our very, very special award-winning, multi-talented guest, James, there we go, will <laughs> choose one of them and we will attempt to make that entire game as much as possible in one hour, and that's before the edit of this podcast. <laughs> Again, I have been told this is irresponsible. I've been told it's impossible. I've been told it's a bad idea, but that has never stopped me previously. Yeah, people say that it's irresponsible to have unprotected sex on a railway line, but that doesn't stop you doing it. Me personally? What? what? People have told you, <laughs> if, if people told you specifically, or if people have told one, I, either way, if people have told you that, they're right to do it, you should listen to them. Let's make that very clear. If the listeners at home, if they take anything away from this podcast, it's don't have unprotected sex on a railway line. Like, if hey, I what doesn't kill you makes you disillusioned. <laughs> I mean, what doesn't kill you in this context might make it burn when you urinate, right? Like, it works Ooh. on different levels. Ooh. A, little, a, a little vivid. I've got a highlight, by the way, that it's um, uh, uh, my awards. I've won three awards for comedy over my long comedy career, and all of them are essentially for admin. <laughs> like, this is... Because I won one for... Um, uh, one was a, an improv thing uh, for um, uh, the Make Wish Theatre Sports Cup for a group that I set up and ran, um, and the other two are for Best Comedy Night in London. So, like, I ran a comedy night... And I made it good, but it's it's not me being funny. It's me facilitating other people being funny by having a lot of spreadsheets that I'm good at. Uh, I just don't want to want to want to manage expectations in advance as successfully and firmly as I can. Well, no, I saw okay. James I'm like... at 2018 Fringe and thought it was excellent. Now, oh. <laughs> I myself <laughs> am what you might call a comedy fetus. So. Oh, bless. As in, you're, you're just, you're starting in with comedy as a yes, performer, uh, or you're just a novice to the... Uh, oh, no, the I, I'm a novice in, in about every way that matters. <laughs> oh, cool. Okay, yeah, no worries at all. I've got my cat is sniffing around here, and he's going to try and inveigle himself. Like, that's my water. My landlord is out mowing the lawn, so I hope you can't hear that. <laughs> I absolutely can't. So, we have been submitted some game titles that I'm going to read out now, and... 
essentially, we just need to pick one and dive straight in. I have broken down the game creation section into chunks, which we will stick to, and see how it plays out. Our first suggestion is simply Lovecraftian Postal Worker, delivering Amazon packages to the Eldritch Gods. We also have... What about Existential Dread, where one player character exists and the others are imaginary or something? You have to figure out which one exists. Really cool idea. Sounds really hard to make. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that would require a little more gumption than than we can provide in an hour. Okay, well, how about this? Unfortunately. Out of Sync Boy Band Simulator. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. There's some spice Uh, in that one. All right. Yeah, I think that the reaction has decided that. That's going to be... It, cle- it clearly has to be out of sync boy band simulator. Like, I really like what about um, Existential Dread. Um, but the thing is, like, the funny bit has kind of already been done with the title of that, right? Like, um, And then it's a question of, like, how do we set up the mechanics? There's obviously, like, some sort of betrayer mechanic where somebody is the made-up person, but they don't know it. Here's a um, question. Yeah. Um, what if we deliciously combine the two and we have a boy band in which only one member actually exists kind of a perfect blue situation i i quite like that i quite like that um tell me more goji because i'm curious about this i just um like like you have one boy you you just have one boy (laughs) who's pretending to be five boys or perhaps more boys (laughs) A, a variable number of boys who may or may not exist. And you you essentially run like a, a management campaign for a boy band that is only theoretical. <laughs> oh, him. I, I have a I have Sorry. a oh gone. I have a I have a slant on this. If I make make a proposal, if I can put it on the table and you guys you guys can decide ex- what you want to do with it. So now one of the things that I find, and pretty much the only thing that I find interesting about uh, K-pop, yeah, that's right, I said it, um, is the fact that it's uh, it's an almost unique example of a state-sponsored cultural industry being widely, like, incredibly internationally popular and successful. So the South Korean state has basically, like, funded um, all of these uh, bands, music industry, infrastructure, blah, 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 right? What if, instead of it being a South Korean-sponsored boy band uh program it's a north korean boy band sponsored program and it's this hellish dystopian um government and one of the members of the boy band is real and is perhaps an informant for the state and it's not that they don't necessarily exist it's that they might be disappeared to a labor camp at any time for any general idea i think is 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 really strong i i think I think the premise is maybe a touch grim. (laughs) (laughs) You you guys guys have done this before. This is uh, your uh, podcast. I'm utterly unencumbered by the dead hand of research or prior experience. So you are much better. You guys are much better judges of tone than I am. So I'm going to pause that and drop that there. I I do like the idea of of, like government spy boy bands. I just think perhaps the real world tie-in is a little bit in poor taste considering uh, current circumstances. As far as worldwide fascism goes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no worries. Okay, cool. I like the idea of state-sponsored boy band, file off a serial numbers, don't make it a real state. 
But yep. what if instead of the rest of them have been disappeared or whatever, we can just only afford one boy for the boy band because <laughs> this could be this could be a parish council thing. The parish council is sponsoring a boy band. We could clone the boys. Well, I like the idea Ooh. of making it so that somehow everyone controls the boy in the boy band and maybe maybe ghosts maybe ghosts maybe there's a haunted bass and then when he's holding the bass the bassist player controls him can i can i make a suggestion within the context of i like the idea of everyone controls the boy right we've got one boy in this boy band what about if it's like a bit like um the numbskulls um and one player controls like one limb another controls like the mouth another controls the less something like that Wop, but with boys <laughs> but with boys but with boys yes. um i mean i think by this by this point you've kind of like you've kind of got that as the hook rather than it's a one person boy band so maybe it's like you are the pop star but you've got this is the this is what you need to do and it's the team who controls the body like like one of those one of those reveals in a cartoon where it turns out someone's being manipulated by a teeny tiny little alien the whole time except it's five of us and I, I enjoy that very much Okay, so we have five people controlling the same boy in the boy band with yep. domain over different parts of his body. Uh-huh. Uh, this is going to benefit from having as few rules as possible because if we try <laughs> and do this in detail, we will be here for about a month. I'm yep. thinking we need some kind of not entirely cooperative nature to it. Everyone has different aims and goals for the boy in the band. Yep. Okay. Maybe um, go, running with the, the teeny tiny little little alien theme. Um, what if what if like each person controlling a different part is like sustaining themselves off of the energy granted by by the attention that that part uh, that part attracts. So like the more oh. attention like waving a hand gets. Like like the higher your score or whatever. I like that. I like that. Maybe, maybe we tie it down to we we make like the episode of the game like quite narrow. So it's like the boy band is on stage with the other boys at like a single concert, and um, the the winner of the game is the player that gets the most attention for that body part. Yeah, I said it in about as long winded of a way as I possibly could, but yeah. <laughs> that, I, well, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to take what you're saying and building on it. I think that's. Does that make sense? Does that yeah, seem like yeah. a reasonable way forward? So where we stand right now, we I really like the idea of it taking taking place over the course of say one performance of yeah. the boy band. He is yeah. being ratatouilleed by five people who mm-hmm. are each trying to get their limb or whatever into the spotlight, but presumably without derailing the entire show. So it's a case of pushing your luck. But if everyone pushes yeah. their luck, then you lose, and he is just on the floor. I imagine. <laughs> I think, yeah. So I think maybe they've got to be some limits, right? Because otherwise, everyone's just like doing the craziest possible thing with their allocated body part. So maybe it's got to be like the the the, the hard rules of it. Um, for for anybody to win at all, um, the concert has to finish. The he, he uh has to not be arrested. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's ideal. Yeah, and um, he has to, yeah has not been arrested or do anything which is illegal in the jurisdiction in which the players are playing the game. How's okay. that as a limit? Because that that also has got like there we are. We've we've done the localization bit right. Like that's dead easy, right? 
Some and people have spent millions of yeah. pounds localizing their games. We've we've done it in a second. Well done, me. You're welcome. Um, maybe, maybe like uh, each player can only break the routine like a certain number of times before like suspicion is aroused. Ah, uh, that's yeah. That's got to be another rule, right? Like you've got to have like nobody can suspect that you're actually um, being controlled by five different people. Nobody, nobody can suspect that your limb. If if you do something that leads people to suspect that your limb is being controlled independently then either you lose or there's some sort of penalty, something like that. I'd like to introduce some kind of mechanical flavour to why this boy is being controlled by five people at once. And all I can uh-huh. think is that he's probably a robot or something. Well, the other option is like five raccoons in a trench coat, right? Like that's the other possibility. No, that's um, better. That's better. Uh, that, that is more adorable than robot or um, like demonic possession, I suppose. Um, but that does have the Lovecraftian angle, I suppose. What if he's a, if he's a postal worker come good, then uh, you know he's you know has five elder gods wrestling over his soul or something like that. But that seems overcomplicated, and maybe I shouldn't try and tie in the rejected suggestions um, <laughs> that have been made, even if they've been made by uh, people who I'm sure are lovely, conventionally attractive, and fun at parties. So you say raccoons. I vote possums. How about you each just play as a large rodent and you're working together? <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, yeah, rodents for flavor, choosing. For flavour, people could... Yeah, exactly. Five rodents of your choosing, right? Like, those are up to five rodents of your choosing, depending on the number of players you've got. And... That's it. And the, like anything, any, any bits that you don't have have to be um, uh, like simulated. So if nobody wants to play the legs, then um, somebody's got to like the, this, um, the, the collection of four uh, or fewer um, rodents of your choice have to come with stilts or something like that. Okay. That's adorable. <laughs> that is... <laughs> This is this is this is the story of five rodents, up to five rodents of your choices struggle for pop stardom. And genuinely, I cannot think of something that would be more out of sync um, than five rodents trying to find pop success. I'm going to float an idea here. It's the, um, the production of which the game takes place is the X Factor series finale. Oh, nice. OK, but for legal reasons, we won't be able to call it the X Factor. We would need to call it something else. Let's see if they can stop me. Um, no, you are right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, do, 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 do. I'll, I'll have a think about that. Um, Britain's I'll... given up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I like that. Uh, Brit- yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I used to, so this is the thing. So I used to um, introduce, um, uh, like I used to make a point um, when I'm seeing uh, comedy bits and pieces um, to say like, faith coming out, supporting live comedy, um, Blah, blah. If people don't come out and support live comedy, people are just stuck at home watching Britain's Got Talent and Britain manifestly doesn't have talent. Right. Mm. And that was that was something that worked great until one of our acts then won Britain's Got Talent. And I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Um, Lee Ridley, Lost Voice Guy, who's absolutely oh. fucking hilarious. He's amazing. He's Remarkably really funny. talented. Yeah. So good. Like I, We had him in like about two, three months before um, he won. Um, and so we were just like. Wow. Um, yeah, it was really impressive. It was really great. Um, and he's he's really, really good. And, like, such a nice guy as well. Like, unbelievably. Um, and, uh, yeah, so more power to him. Sorry, the, the point of that is the, the, uh, my suggestion would probably be Britain manifestly doesn't have talent. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I've got it down Britain still trying as the name of the show. <laughs> Britain's doing its best. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Britain's doing, yeah. I like Britain's doing its is best. Is it, though? 
is it doing its best because there's a very strong um sense that yeah like i like that strong implication of sort of you know lukewarm tea uh indifference stroke embrace of failure um yeah I, think, I, I like Britain's trying its best because yeah. there, there's a sense in which somebody's gone um, up to Britain and said, like, you're right, Britain. Like, this isn't going very well. And Britain's gone like, I'm trying my best. Yeah. And I think that's that's quite symptomatic of our national character, such as it is. I have come to realise over the course of releasing my first collection of games, which is available now, listeners, <laughs> that I really don't like dice. And I don't want to put okay. rolling dice into this. I'd like to come up with something a bit more, a, a bit more, a bit more in theme with us playing as large animals that root through bins. You need a DDR pad. <laughs> what's a what's a DDR pad? Oh, uh, Dance Dance Revolution, the little pads uh, you, you you dance on. Sorry, um, <laughs> when you said DDR, I thought you were referring to the uh, I, like the the historical entity of the Deutsche Demokratische Republik with their like East Germany. I was Perhaps like, that as well. They've got a special pad. Like, I, yeah, sorry. Okay, um, <laughs> right. Okay. okay. Um, my thought is that I want to break something in real life to do things in the game, but that might just be because I'm a bit stressed out in real life. But No, no, that's fair enough. Okay. I like the idea of breaking and so, fixing things. Okay, I, so I think that if you want to do something especially crazy, you have to perform it in real life. How about, well, my problem Ooh. with that is accessibility. Okay, yeah. Well, fair. What I'm thinking is... This is fair. Okay, I'm about to discover what this sentence is as I say it. So come along for this ride with me. Each player has a piece of dowel or a stick. And when two people are trying to do conflicting things, you each snap a bit off your stick. And whoever snaps off the bigger one Ooh. gets oh. to do their thing. But then they have less left to essentially bet with. I like that. Also, that the closer you get to the, the bottom of your stick... Um, the harder it is to snap, right? Yes. So, that is much more clever and more inclusive than my option. Yeah. <laughs> just want to break things, Goji. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like that. I mean, you, you're still going to have to, like, people must be physically capable of breaking a stick, right? Yeah. But um, I think that's, I mean, that's fairly accessible. Um, I don't think that's setting the bar too high. And I imagine that it's the sort of thing in a nice sort of cooperative game like this where you might be able to delegate the breaking of your stick to another party yeah, and that's absolutely. okay. Or if it comes down to it, you could mark it with a pencil. Yeah. But alternative ways to get around it. I just don't care for dice anymore I've discovered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're fun to have, not so much fun to use. <laughs> right. Um, cool, dead scene. I really, like, I really like that mechanic. Okay, so are you, are you jotting that down, Jess? You've got I, that. I'm, I'm keeping I'm notes. on that. Cool. Okay, um... Why are you trying to get your limb in the spotlight? Presuming that you are co- controlling, say, a limb. Is it just so you've got stories to tell your We're having a feud. Skunks? You're having a feud? There's a feud going between, between the members of the, the, pop, the pop group. Oh, okay. <laughs> As in, like, the humans or simulated humans? Oh, the simulated or... humans. The, hmm. the, the, rodents, the rodents are uh, in a fight to the... I guess musical death. I don't know. <laughs> um, so I suppose you got to think about like what what the rodents. Uh, I suppose what rodents want, right? So we've got bragging rights. 
Well, I, I mean, this is the <laughs> a thing, lot right? of nuts. So we've got, I mean, is it is it the is it the process? Is it the journey? Or is it the destination? Right? Is fame um, enough on its own? I would argue yes, but uh, is there something that that leads to which is better for the um, uh, for the for the the, the, the uh, assorted rodents? Jeremy um, playing as a raccoon. Um, I'm going to argue the destination is more important than the journey. Yeah. So what's your destination <laughs> then? Goji Raccoon, what is your destination? Hmm. Hmm. The winner gets yes. unlimited access to the trash supply of the cafeteria where the where the human pop stars eat. <laughs> cool. They um, get I mean, first the thing, dibs. I mean, I suppose the issue with that is that, like, traditionally, that is not guarded very well. So this seems like quite a roundabout way of getting there. I have two possibilities. Firstly, um, James, I'm sure you will feel the same way. I haven't uh-huh. been on a stage doing silly comedy since February. And I'm about to catch fire. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I understand that the raccoons might just be craving that on a stage buzz. Oh, it's just yeah, like the raccoons have been in lockdown, and mm. so they just they desperately want some attention. Yeah, I, we've we've done one quantum leopard um, since uh, lockdown. We managed a couple in March, but yeah, it's been it's been a while. Okay, right. The raccoons so... just want to believe in themselves again. They're just trying mm. to find hope. My alternative is that on the table is an Alvin and the Chipmunks style brand deal, but only for one of them. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Because there'll be a grand. Maybe they're planning a grand reveal that ah, we were raccoons all along, and I was the most popular one. So does that mean that, I mean, then then what incentive do they have to not reveal themselves during the show as being this, um, uh, you know, legion, uh, this gestalt of raccoons? Dramatic One of the other boy band members <laughs> is a pest control worker. Okay, cool. I like that this. Is I like so where this is going. Good. Right. Okay, good. Right. Okay, I, I'm, I'm going to go further with this. I think that the other members of the boy band all represent different levels of municipal authority that would have it in for the raccoons, right? The raccoons uh, conglomerate is shooting for a solo record deal. Um, and one of their features, uh, be it an arm, be it a leg, be it a face or whatever, is going to appear on their solo album cover if they do it right. And we've got a pest control guy is one of the boy band members. Another one is maybe works for the environmental health department. Uh, another one, uh, I was just trying to think what else. Local another one just with. really, really hates raccoons. Yeah, that's it. Like Charles really and Phobia raccoons, raccoons, right? Yeah, no, no redeeming <laughs> features. Just like, uh, yeah, okay, cool. Um, I'm just going to address the audience for a second. Mm -hmm. Hey, listener, if you're listening to this and it's your suggested game name that we're building now, (laughs) is this what you expected? (laughs) (laughs) I I thought it was going to end it like, if you're listening to this, why? (laughs) (laughs) I think, I mean, I'd like them to get back, get back to you and just go, yes. Yes, it is. And that's if anything, right. I'm disappointed by how fucking derivative this all is. Like, that's the response I want. I've, I will be unhappy with any other response. Um, okay, right. So we've got, um, I mean, well, do we need to make it different departments if it's all just like pest control, right? And that's the, um, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um, could we call the, uh, the boy band, if it's it, it comprised entirely of pest control people, could we call it the Back Alley Boys? Oh, oh hell yeah. That's very good. Um, my concern is, we don't have 
much we've got a lot of detail about the game but not yep. the game's structure right now so i think we should take a step back and look okay, at that cool. structure we right, I, need mm. to decide first of all is everyone playing or is someone running the game i think i think it would be most responsible if we had a head manager yeah to run the game like someone to uh to judge our performance Okay, so we have what would normally be game master, game leader, yes. someone yeah. asymmetric. Okay. I'm just trying to visualize um, how a round of this plays out in my head. So I've got, I've got a little bit of a suggestion, right? So we've got um, a, um, so we've got uh, a set, right? Mm. Like the band is going to be playing a set and the set is going to comprise of a certain number of songs. So perhaps each song is a, um, is like a turn of the game. So it's like maybe six, maybe eight, something like that. That feels about right. And each um, body part needs to choose a thing to do. Um, during that song, um, we get maybe uh, a hint about what sort of song it is. Mm. Um, like, is it a slow number? Is it a poppy number? Is there like a dubstep breakdown, like partway through the middle? Like, is there a drop? Blah, blah, blah. Is there like, um, is it like a ballad? Like all of this sort of stuff, right? Um, and maybe that's that's the thing. So there's maybe like, I don't know, a sort of, uh, a, uh, I would say a deck of cards, but that probably wouldn't work for one pager, but some way of like Ooh. randomly... Um, getting something from a list where it's like this is the kind of song that this one is going to be. What Here's is... an idea. The current yeah. top ten. I, I have I have a thought. Mm-hmm. What if what if instead of um, trying to sabotage each other, we're trying to work together, but we don't have the necessary information to know what other players are going to do. So we're trying Ooh, okay. we're trying to stay in sync, but we only find out what each person is doing at the end of a round. So we have to like try and coordinate with each other <laughs> one person knows what the song like is going to yeah. be they are the first person to declare their action and everyone else just has to kind of infer it yeah sort of so, like yeah so maybe there's two charades. things so, yeah so you you write down like what you're gonna do and, and you conceal it and then at the end of the turn everyone turns it over and they all happen at once yeah um so maybe you've got, yeah, so you have that, but you also then maybe in terms of like how hard you do it, how much investment you put into it, that could be to do with like stick length. Yeah, so it's kind of like Russian roulette with uh, pop star raccoons. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then each song has a best moment that is determined somehow. And that essentially gives a point to the person controlling the limb that inflicted that moment upon the stage. Yeah. So maybe this is maybe you've got one player is the audience, right? And the audience is looking for like that wow factor moment. Um, or maybe if this is like a Britain's trying its best style judge situation, you've got somebody who is the judge mm. or represents the panel of judges, and they're looking for that wow moment. Okay. Well, that yeah, that can be the person running the game still. Yeah. Hmm. So maybe they need to like award points or something. Yes. Okay. So my thinking is I need to, well, we need to find a way to make it so that it doesn't immediately flare up and then burn out in the first round with everyone doing their most extreme stunts. So some kind of momentum, some way to build up either what you can do or will do without causing disaster, which would mean... Mm. Maybe like, 
like maximum is intensity is is dependent on which round we're in. I don't know, like like if we're in round round three, we get like three points to spend on the ferocity of our dance moves. <laughs> I mean, that works for uh, whoever's the legs or the arms, yeah. right? Um, the thing is, like, if anybody gets stuck with like the pelvis, you're going to have like quite a limited range, and it's it's essentially it's going to be thrusting and grinding. There's going to be your two moves, <laughs> two things uh, you love like, when I, raccoons do. I know, right? Like, I'm very comfortable with that, but I suspect that nobody else listening to this will be. Okay, let's. I think again, we could do with breaking it down into the granular of what a round could theoretically look like. So let's say we, let's say everyone knows what the song is playing is going to be. Just, we can complicate that later if we need to, but for now, everyone knows what it's going to be. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I'm just running this through my head. Everyone declares an action, presumably secretly, and then all the actions try and happen at once. If we have a Uh conflict of actions, you can break a stick, you can roll a die, you can do whatever you want. I like the stick oh, thing uh, because then you run out. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe that's the thing with the stick, right? Like you, um, you both like if you've got two things that appear to contradict each other, uh, two actions that appear to contradict each other. Um, like whoever's playing the audience can kind of decide that, and then both the players who are like conflicting, let's say it's arms and legs are conflicting, and they have to they snap off secretly a bit of stick, really at the same time. Whoever's got the longer stick, i.e., they've committed more stick, they take priority. <laughs> I was thinking it wouldn't be like left leg, right leg are being controlled by different people. Sure. Um, I'm I'm talking about high level in terms of how to resolve the conflicts rather than uh, I think like a separate thread of the conversation needs to be Mm. which which parts of the body are in play, which are player characters, you know. Okay. Uh, just a heads up. That is the half hour mark. We are honestly. I wow. feel. I feel good for this being the half hour mark. Being halfway through. No, me too. Me too. I feel like making progress. I'm going to tell a long, winding, purposeless anecdote for the next 25 to 30 minutes. I'm, I, I reckon we've basically got this sorted. <laughs> okay, well, on my checklist, we have a name, we have a theme, and we have a car mechanic. And I'll be honest, I spilt tea on the other half of the checklist, so it's improv from here on out. <laughs> cool. Okay, lovely. Um, so, uh, I mean, in terms of what needs to be decided, I suppose one of the things is going to be, like, which uh, parts of the... So we're happy with the core mechanic? That's enough Yeah, to, the core mechanic, competitive dancing. Cool. Um, so then we, I suppose we need to decide what the... Um, uh, what, the what the... What the playable parts of the body are, right? Like, what are the player characters? Yeah, so my initial thinking is if you want to be able to have, say, four players, four limbs, that works fine. Yeah. Plus one person running the game. Yeah. The alternative would be to have someone be able to be the head, which could be hilarious. I I think we could have someone be the head, and then if we have any extra players, we could add them to the panel of judges. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so you just have one player, Goji, and they're the head, or... Like, like one, one player for each body part, like head, two arms, two legs, maybe a pelvis, if we're feeling Raji... And then, like each subsequent <laughs> player is is like one of the one of the panelists. Uh, as a as a as a baseline suggestion for the basic four player characters, how about head, shoulders, knees, and toes? So, uh, of course, naturally, you've got, 
you've got what the head is doing. So that's like, that's the vocal. So like, how are we singing it? Mm. Uh, facial expressions, blah, blah. Shoulders include arms because the arms are plugged into the shoulders in the oh, overwhelming right. majority of cases. So you've got like hand actions, blah, blah, blah. Um, knees, I suppose you can then have basically from like nipples downward. So you've got like what you're doing with that intermediate bit of the body. Like are the knees bending? Um, uh, have you got like hip movement? What's going on there? Oh, um, and and then, uh, and, uh, yeah, and then maybe, uh, and yeah, kicks. Um, and then toes is like fancy footwork. Um, and that is like anything that is like, uh, involving touching the ground essentially that's even better because now we have blurred edges between each character's domain yeah. so we're going to get a lot more of these conflicts yeah head wants to do one thing shoulders wants to do another how does it work um feet wants to do one thing knees wants to do another thing sorry toes wants to do one thing knees wants to do another thing and also you, you know i think it does benefit from the fact that people are familiar with heads shoulders knees and toes Mm. um some people are like ha 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 that's a that's an amusing idea i'll get on board with that like okay so we are going to need something to change between each round the obvious thing to, or just to kind of keep it interesting for me the obvious thing to change between each round would be the song so it comes down to yeah. how does the song affect what you're doing and what you're trying to do and ideally how does that ramp it up my immediate reaction <sighs> is tempo and audience hype level you know yeah yeah me too i was about to say um maybe like if if the the speed or intensity of the movement doesn't match the tempo there's like some kind of point deduction Mm. well um one one thought um which i just toss on the table and like have a think about it um uh whoever's the audience right like um, if they have access to, for instance, like Spotify or something comparable or like their iTunes library or whatever it is, they put it on shuffle and they just go to the next song. And that next song is the next track that gets played. Word um, for and- word, what I was about to suggest. I love oh, it. Hell yeah. I five. Great minds, yet full seldom. This is a cracking team. Yeah, I think that's great. Because it was also like you, you've got that extra personal element. And I can see this being like, quite fun if it goes from sort of you know um uh, i don't know uh um level terrace apart to um the venga bus or whatever like you know you have that sort of tonal shift um you know straight to like ode to joy i don't know how many um you know hardcore europhiles you've got listening to this but like i think that could be quite fun um and that's the song and that that also means that the audience has got the audience player has got something else to do apart from just judge people yeah Okay. This is sounding like a game. This is sounding like oh, a game. Oh, we're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere, yeah. fellas. <laughs> this is this sounds like a pretty fun one to have. Like, you know, you've got a pint in your hand while you're playing this game, but yeah. this does sound like quite a fun, <laughs> buzzy party one. And it's also like, you know, you're sat at a table, it's a party style game, and like, you know, you're playing fun tunes. Um, and that's all quite exciting. Mm. So I feel like right now there's a very real possibility that we are missing something essential for this game that we don't realise we're missing. So I'm going to suggest mm. that we essentially do a very, very light version of a round. I can put sure, my Spotify and just hit, sh- just presumably hit shuffle. We'll see what comes up. Uh, if, you, if you Spotify, play music and it comes through, if you play music and it comes through, is that like to trigger some sort of copyright detection algorithm? Um, I'm going to need to just for now say what the track it gives me is. Because... Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. 
Just checking. Um, in the meantime, who wants to be washed? We've got heads, shoulders, knees, and toes. First come, first served. Oh, um, maybe maybe that is the one place in which we use a die. Yeah, well, just just for randomness' sake, I'll take the knees. Cool. So mm-hmm. that Jess, you're taking knees. I'll take. Oh, the are knees. we playing right now? We're going to do yeah, one go for micro round. Ah, uh, I will be the head if no one minds. No, cool. absolutely. So we've got a head and we've got uh, knees. Which means that we need. I'll be. Um, I'll be shoulders because that way we've got conflict between. Like we've got the you know the top three quarters covered. All right, I'm about to hit shuffle on my top songs of 2019. Let's see what it gives us. <laughs> okay, it is "What's Up" by Four Non Blondes. I have never heard that song. You have. It's the He Man song. Oh, okay. I, I yeah, have not is. heard that song, and I, I would not have heard it from that either. That's Tell me fair. about. Um, Tell me about uh, Four Non Blondes. Um, my, if I had to guess a genre on the basis of that name, I would guess like angular post-punk. How wrong am I? Um, I'd say um, wailing pop rock ballad. Right. Is more the energy. Of, I'm just thinking of Vienna. Um, is that... <laughs> Carry on. Um, all right. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah, we can run with that. Um, so what are we doing? What are we doing there? Okay. So now I think... We would each... Do we need to declare the moves secretly and then reveal them, or can we just declare what we're doing? I think we, we write down what we're doing, yeah, and then we, we all, like, so we're all kind of committed to it. I mean, I trust you two not to cheat at this point. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> um, but I'm, I think it's a helpful exercise to have, like, um, you know, a bit of a timer. Uh, you write down the thing, so you're not overthinking it, and then you all turn it over at the same time. Cool. Um, um, I've got mine. We can... At a time, room, oh, and I'm writing on, up the rules. On. Okay. Um... And just to confirm, I took knees. Who took? Um, I took shoulders, which okay, means I've got arms head. as well. And Gorgie, what was that? Sorry, I took head. Are we deciding on our on our first move? Okay. Yeah. So, let's see how this resolves. I have written down. Is everyone ready? Yep. I've mm-hmm. just written the word star jumps. Okay. Um, I've got, uh, grab grab the microphone mm-hmm. uh, with one hand and punch the air repeatedly with the other. Okay. And Goji? I had headbang. A okay. good classic. Okay. Are any of these mutually exclusive? Because I'm not sure that they are. I think grabbing the mic and punching the air and star jumps are mutually exclusive. I think that's a challenge. To do okay. both of those. Let's have a challenge then. Okay. In the theatre of the mind, I, I have a <laughs> stick. Um, I've I've also got a stick. I'm uh, um, I I think that Star Jumps is totally inappropriate for a song that I can only imagine as being exactly like Ultravox's Vienna. Um, so I'm going to bet quite a lot of stick. Okay. Bet, um, I, th- okay. Th- think of a number of centimeters that you're going to bet, and then yeah. on the count of three, reveal it. Okay. Oh, how much stick have we got? Uh, should we say uh, we got, we've like... got ten centimeters of stick left? Bloody hell! Okay, all right. Out of Where ten, nice sticks? and easy. Okay, fine. All right, cool. Okay, um, all right. Um, one, two, three. Reveal. One, two, three, four, four. centimeters. Oh, oh shit! I think. Okay, I think if that happens, then both happen at once. Yes. Right? And it's like it's got to be like some sort of catastrophe because we've both done things that conflict with each other. 
and um, and we both committed to the exact amount. So it's unresolved. So they either both have to happen or neither of them happen. And I think it's funnier if both of them happen. Both happen in a bad way. So as the body is launched into a star jump, the mic horribly mis- um, misestimates how much force it needs to get to the head. And yeah, you take a mic oh. to the face and presumably scream loudly in a rodent noise. <laughs> that sounds good. I think they should like if we've if we've hit head. Yeah. Uh, with that, I think there should be some sort of consequences for head. Um, I, does head lose stick, or does head maybe like gain some of the stick that has been lost? In the draw? I think it should be a negative for all of us as a whole, kind of prisoner's yeah. dilemma style. I like so, it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like the idea of the, I'll say, raccoon controlling the head, gets a mic to the face and squeaks right into it. Yeah. Oh, that's so, that's so adorable and sad. <laughs> okay. What does it mechanically look like now that something bad has happened? Presumably, um, we all... <laughs> Some audience a, groaning. We don't have anything it, working towards the common goal. Currently, we only have competitive elements, and we don't have, mm. is the performance as a whole any good? Maybe there's some kind of saving role involved when something goes wrong. <sighs> maybe maybe you need a certain amount of stick length by the end of the That's a good idea. show. Like, collectively, you need to have a certain amount of stick. So you can spend stick to stop other people from uh, from uh, 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 winning in a conflict situation. Okay. Um, but then I suppose, oh, then you need a mechanic that stops you from, um, like, basically it being like playing poker against millionaires, right? Like, there are no stakes because, like, they could just outbid you every single time. So whoever's got starts off with a bit more stick, then has like a running advantage for the rest of it because they can just bid maximum stick. Not necessarily. That'd happen if it was a two-player game, but if you've got more than two players, then if the quote-unquote millionaire starts yeah. running down the stick, then eventually someone else will overtake them. Yeah. How do you win? Well, not win. How do you determine if the show is going well? That is the 42 minutes, 30 seconds, 37 second mark. <laughs> um, uh, if this were an Edinburgh show this is where we'd have like a really meaningful emotional moment and a revelation <laughs> uh, happily it isn't alright carry on maybe we were the raccoons all along <laughs> yes go that real, is the, the point <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, that's the thing like the real raccoons were inside us all along it's like yes that is literally yeah. the conceit of the game which I enjoy okay um, right Okay, uh, we've strayed from that, haven't we? So uh, we're looking for a sort of a collective win condition and an individual win condition. Maybe, right? maybe if um, if we retain like over half of our stick length, that's a win condition at the end of the performance, perhaps. Um, well, my problem is then you just you just stop spending it no matter what because you yeah. don't want to lose. If we have it as such a hard line, we have. Everything apart from the backbone of the game, you know? <laughs> We've got the skin perfectly detailed, but we haven't given it a nervous system. We don't have yeah. a way to win or lose. It doesn't even have to be win or lose, just measure how well we're doing. So all three, going back to our previous example, we did a star jump, punched ourselves in the face and had a little squeak. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like, sounds like a great night out to me. Okay, yeah. and now something bad has happened. We're losing the audience. Yep. 
some kind of straight up just audience meter. Some my kind my of... head is going to like um. Have either of you played Pokemon? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Not for like two my decades. brain, my brain is going to like in a the Sinnoh the Sinnoh region contests. Okay. Or like there's there's a little heart meter for the audience depending on how uh how good your performance is. And when it reaches a certain um a certain level, you get a bonus. Yeah. So if you do if let's just break it down to the simplest possible form. If you do well, you get a token. If you do badly, you lose a token. The group as a whole need a certain number of tokens to not get done in by the rest of the band that's fair enough right that sounds that sounds promising okay um we could tie the tokens into the stick mechanic but that sounds like a lot of work quite frankly Mm. instead we make it a straight up prisoner's dilemma you can do well and get more points personally at the risk of jeopardizing the group as a whole getting the token that's, mm-hmm. that's game design broken down to its simplest elements. Do we fancy that up a bit? Hmm. I think we've got enough flavour that we maybe don't need to, especially yeah. if you've got the um, stick stuff. Yeah. In that case, let's say it's let's say it's six songs in a set. I will run the maths on that later. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's six songs in a set, there are six possible tokens, but you are also likely to lose some. So if we make it mm, three or more tokens as just putting a number on the table, you win. Works for me. Mm-hmm. Let's think about what the players will be thinking when they've got three tokens. They've won all three rounds and everything's gone smoothly. We are in round four. Maybe you can lose them. But if I think the... you've, yeah, I think it's it's definitely possible to like lose tokens. I think you have to have that. If people like fuck it up, you've got to be. There's got to be the potential to mm. to miss out. And you fuck it up by drawing when deciding to do something. Let's say if you just snap off the same amount of stick, plus or minus half a centimeter each. Okay. Let's make it. I think make it. We make it more than that. So, so to me, the standard length of a stick that you like to have is going to be like, um, you know, you've got the sort of the, the cocktail skewer things, which are about the length of the thirty centimeter ruler. So, mm. I reckon within that, you've got to have like quite a broad, like if you, if you, if you're within like a centimeter, I reckon, of length yeah. of the other one, that's the same. Plus or minus about one centimetre. Sorry, I'm just going quiet because I'm trying to make notes. Yeah, that's which fine. Which are done in that case. Oh, my furry PA has come to say hello. He's gone behind the curtain now. Sorry, oh. my, my cat. <gasps> Goji has been dealing with fighting cats all the time. We'll try to get this recording set up. <gasps> Don't fight cats, Goji. Cats are brilliant. It's so hard. They're just so punchable. No, I'm, <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Well, can <laughs> I put that in an episode? <laughs> <laughs> You don't know what the cats did, right? Like, there's, a, they made, there's a backstory. <laughs> the backstory is that every time we try and record, they start, like, vying for attention by wrestling each other really, really loudly and knocking that's, shit all over the place. That's adorable. That's really sweet. It's adorable until um, my my female cat, Selkie, starts, like, hissing and growling to get attention. That is much less helpful. I would yeah. agree. Yeah. 
All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to elevator pitch you the game we have so far, just to sum it all nicely and put it in a bow. And that way we can see if there are any massive glaring flaws that none of us have noticed yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the game is called, working title, Out of Sync Boyfriend Simulator. <laughs> the premise of the game is that it is the finale of Britain's Still Trying, the nation's once favourite talent show. And your boy band... The the Bacali Boys are performing a full set of six songs for a crowd of probably hundreds at this point. The problem is hundreds of millions, hundreds of millions. Let's make it excessive. No, no, that's fine. Um, uh, sorry to interrupt. One one quick thought here, right? Like, if it's the final of a um, if it's the final of a competition, like, are they going to be singing a set of six songs, or are they going to be singing like maybe one song and there's different phases within the song, and that's what it is, and that means that you're not spending like a whole song for uh, as I was as uh, shoulders before grabbing the mic and punching the air. Like, that's a lot to sustain for three. Yeah, that that months. makes it that makes it a lot punchier it's yeah. a medley it's like a yeah there we go it's a medley there we go it's a medley it's it's one of these like really contrived absolutely terrible medleys that goes from non-blondes through to joy division through to the venga boys through yes. um ode to joy blah blah and it's all like it's an absolute mess but it's what the people like so <laughs> that's that's what it is and that's what it's like now but the people don't like large marsupials, rodents, and small mammals, which no, is what one of the members of the boy band is. He is, let's say, two to four of them in a big coat. Do boy band members wear big coats? I don't know. This this one's going to... That trench coat's going to be their USP, right? Like, that's the... Yeah. Yeah. In it's each a fashion section, statement. In each section of the medley, each of the rodents essentially tries to stunt... Oh, we can make it so that there's always at least one limb, which is just, I don't know, a broom handle that all players can try and use to encourage more conflict. Oh, uh, like a, a free space. Yeah, a free space. Uh, I mean, maybe uh, my, my suggestion with that is maybe that's something that you do if you've got less than, if you've got fewer than four players. Yeah. yeah. You've, got fewer than four, you've got heads, shoulders, knees and toes. If one of those is not taken, then all of the players can attempt to use that. Yeah. But again, yeah, that's really nice because, mm, gosh, you're good at this. Oh, you stop. In each section of the medley, one of, well, all of the animals try and be the one to catch some attention, whether through jazz hands, head banging, Star jumps, apparently. <laughs> and if all goes well, they all go off and the most impressive one gets a point. If there is a conflict, then we have our stick betting game. One person wins, one person loses, winner gets a point. If there are no major disasters, no major conflicts, which in this case means no draws, then... Mm-hmm. The group as a whole gets a token, which counts towards their success. But if there is a draw, for example, trying to star jump and lift a mic to your face at the same time, and yeah, it ends in a draw, then the group as a whole messes up embarrassingly and loses a point, and presumably no one individually gets a point that round. That sounds sensible to me. So so it's it's more it's more like you have an opportunity to win a token or just to not win a token yes per, per round more, more so than it is like individually you can win or not win 
as a group, you can win or lose, where losing yeah. in this case means something actively bad happens. Yeah. Well, you're discovered, right? Like you're, you're discovered to be raccoons and then you're taken away by the pest control people and like killed, right? Like that's, let's, let's not beat around the bush here, guys. That's what happens to vermin who are discovered by pest control people. The stakes could oh. not be higher in its pop stardom or mm. murder. Not only that, but because we have limited it to six songs in the medley and we are putting a fixed value on the number of tokens needed to win, there will reach a point where, let's say, you've lost three in a row and if you lose the next one, then you literally can't win. At <sighs> which point we end with presumably a comedic montage or tragic montage of the animals breaking down. Oh, and oh yeah. Oh, it's like sad crumbles. It's like, yeah, it's like the bit at the end of Toy Story 4 where they're on their um, conveyor belt towards the incinerator, except it's live raccoons and they don't survive. They don't get off the uh, incinerator conveyor belt. Oh, no. And the incinerator in this metaphor is their loyal, trusted bandmates. Yeah. Yeah, Jeez. exactly. Why do these games always get so grim? Look. Speaking personally, for me, hope died at the December 2019 general election. And now yeah. we're just like waiting out the clock until the climate collapses around us. That's my that's my take on it. That's where I'm coming from. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm about in the same place. <laughs> All right. On that note. Yeah. That's our that? time. <laughs> All right. We end on depression. That's we how end things on depression. Go. There we Woo-hoo! go. That we was live. 58 minutes and 40 seconds. Brilliant. All right, cool. Um, well, first of all, James, <laughs> thank you so, so much for joining us. You do a lot of things, I think it's fair to say. Oh, I've got a lot going on. I think my, my main thing, I, I kind of don't now that I'm a parent. I have my one thing that I go on. I used to gig up and down the country and mm. do sort of uh, my front room tour and um, do independent gigs everywhere else. But um, nowadays I've got uh, most of the things that I do are uh, tied to um, Quantum Leopard, um, which is the uh, comedy I run in London, uh, which is uh, pay what you like. It is uh, no kicking down on material, gender balance booking, blah, blah, blah. We just, you know, make a general pitch for diverse voices and have a, a really lovely time. No picking on the audience, that sort of thing. Um, um, when it's running in real life, um, we are in um, always in uh, Zone 1 Central London on a Saturday night. And um, we are like the kindest Saturday night of comedy uh, that you will find in London. Um, we are probably going to be at a venue called 21 Soho for the foreseeable future when we're actually running outside of um, COVID times. Uh, if you want to catch up with the live shows, um, then look us up at facebook.com forward slash quantum leopard comedy. Uh, we are also doing um, some live streams um, with uh, wonderful guest comedians um, where we're doing a bit of uh, D&D uh, with some people from the wider Rusty Quill uh, universe um, and a couple of uh, pro and semi-pro comics who are all uh, great and lovely. Uh, that's twitch.tv uh, forward slash uh, quantum leopard. Um, and we're also um, filming uh, the live shows at the moment um and uh, putting them out on uh, patreon so if you are unable to uh, make it to london for reasons of uh, geography or spoons or shielding or uh, parenting uh, any of these things um then do look us up there uh, we are patreon.com forward slash quantum leopard uh, we've got one show on there at the moment it's uh, set to trigger only when um, new content um, is uh, released um uh, so if we've got no shows because at the moment we're kind of on hiatus because of covid then you won't be charged anything but if you 
go in right now. We've got our last recorded one there, and it's done through a sort of passworded Vimeo link. So you can go in, pay no pounds at all, uh, try out the show, and then just leave, and that will be fine. And I, I genuinely would not mind because the show is pay what you like, and we've got um, like five or six different tiers or something, and absolutely all of them offer exactly the same benefits because the show is pay what you like, and I'm uh, a socialist and terrible at business because uh, business is in many ways the problem. Um, so that's the thing. So patreon.com forward slash quantum leopard for that. Um, the last show is up there um, uh, with the wonderful Andrew O'Neill headlining and it's a very special set uh, because they um, come out as uh, non-binary on stage. Spoilers! I know! That's in no way a spoiler to anybody who's ever seen Andrew O'Neill <laughs> in any context. Um, but this is a, a new realisation for them um, and a new sort of public label uh, which is super, super great. Um, so that's me and that's, uh, that's my plugs, I think. All right. Thank you so much. All of the links will be in the description of this episode as normal. We do currently have a Patreon running for Don't Hurt Birds. There's sometimes content there. Check it out if you want. We have two tiers, friend and enemy. It's a lot of fun. More importantly... (laughs) I should do that. I should do that. I should do that. Friends of the revolution and enemies of the people. Those should be my two categories. Right, so carry on. Uh, We've got a Discord. (laughs) It's great. You can come and talk about games, about candles, horror series, the carving bones... Sometimes we do community things. Sometimes we just talk about the butts of characters in video games. It's a lot of fun. It's um, mostly butts. That will also be the first place that you can get this game. It will become to Patreon one week early, but then everyone will be getting it for free because I, yeah, have a pretty similar attitude to business as James, <laughs> it sounds. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, Cool. Oh, I forgot to mention I'm at James Ross Comedy on Twitter. Um, it's mostly me doing like quite angry one-liners and um, retweeting Ash Sarkar from time to time. Like that's that's my, basically my Twitter output. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us. And yeah, I, I still haven't thought of an outro, so I'm just going to click stop recording. Bye. We'll say bye. Bye. Cheers.